Welcome, everybody, to the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast 153. Jeremy Smith from the Maxis SGB Kawasaki team. We touch in uh, with him about the pulp money that he got the runner-up award to and, and how his outdoor prep is going and much more on the podcast. Thank you to FXR Racing. Motocross and off-road gear has become an industry standard among both amateur and pro ranks with their ever-evolving gear lines that provide quality, durability, and at the same time, extreme comfort. It's no doubt that FXR is the number one choice for guys like Mike Brown, Chris Kiefer, never heard of him, and Phil Nicoletti, to name a few. Head on over to FXRRacing.com, type in the code PULPAMX30 to get 30% off your next MX and lifestyle purchase. Thanks to those guys for supporting this podcast. Also, thank you to the guys at Racetech, of course. Get your motor uh, work done. Get your suspension work done. Modified, maintained right, whatever it is. Get your oil change in your suspension. They've got a lot of stuff going on. They've got one-piece valves for YZ and KX250s that are uh, much, much better. They've got CNC uh, lays, and um, they can dial you in with an NDA if you're a, a tuner out there. Do all the work for you, and you get the precision hand or machine-crafted um, mods to the cylinder heads. And the folks at Racetech can do it all for you. Racetech.com, Pulp21 is the code to save with Racetech. So thank you to those guys. I also want to thank the other guys on board. Max's Tires, that Jeremy Smith uses. Firepower Oil, Firepower Chains and Batteries, of course, that the uh, also Jeremy Smith and his team use. Namira Pistons, uh, making pistons for two-strokes, four-strokes, watercraft, everything in, under the sun, NamiraPistons.com. And uh, Namira.com, I should say. Roost MX, Pulp Nation is the code to save with Roost. Get some graphics done. Get dialed in with those guys. They do a wonderful job over there, Chris and Christina. They've been doing it a long time, so please check those guys out. Use the code Pulp Nation to save as well, so that really works out great. So thanks to these great companies for supporting a podcast uh, about the working man's heroes in motocross. Really appreciate it. Appreciate you guys listening. Let's uh, let's get in with Jeremy Smith, shall we? And now, as promised, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer <coughs> Island Life Podcast number 153, SGB Maxis Kawasaki rider Jeremy Smith. What's up, man? How are you? Doing pretty good, man. Just uh, did a little bit of riding today at the local track and uh, getting ready for the season. You know, it's coming up quick. We had a couple weeks off and uh, about to get going. And I think we got, you know, Palace coming up. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. It's funny. I was in, you know, obviously I went to Mexico for a week and then I took a few days off after the end of the season. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's like next weekend. It's Paula. It's here. Um, did you get to relax a little bit? Uh, A little bit. I mean, not too much. I, I, I've still been riding like mm-hmm. – couple days a week and all that and uh you know my program before wasn't like too strict so i didn't i didn't feel like i was too burnt out but yeah all the traveling before is definitely a lot because that was the first time i did a supercross season so definitely a lot of races for me and uh i i kind of enjoyed it though i wasn't like sick of it at the end so Mm -hmm. and and motocross is more like natural to me so that's i'm looking forward to it 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 wasn't like a I was shot or anything, so right, right. I, I still been still been grinding. Yeah, no, I was gonna say one of the things I want to talk to you about was was motocross is better for you. There's no doubt. Uh, your jersey, jersey guy and all that, and it's way better. Do you? Why is that? Do you think? What What is it about supercross? Is it just like growing up, you didn't have a place to ride, and like the sand pits of Jersey was where you honed your skills, so that's why you're good at motocross. Like what? <laughs> what, what is it? Do you think about Soupy that that doesn't come as easy for you? I mean, I like supercross a lot, actually. Like. Cause I did BMX forever. It was kind of like an easy transition, mm-hmm. but just like how tight it is sometimes. And the whoops are still what I need a lot of help in. Uh, yep. I feel like my speed was great this year. And then I would get to those some rounds and then I would just look like a sea rider out there. I'm like, dude, what am I doing? <laughs> like I, I'd, I'd blitz them good and then get sketchy sometimes. And then yeah. I'd like try to jump them. But, but mainly 
I, n- I never got to ride Supercross this much, like that much. Like this year, uh, in December, I went down to Rattrays for a couple weeks, so that helped a little bit. But because uh, Rodbell was down there too, so yeah. I was riding. I was riding with those guys, but uh, I wasn't staying there like you know during the whole year. So, yeah. so I would race on the weekend, then come back home and ride the sand pits. So I, I didn't get to like go test or mm-hmm. try anything different. So I kind of stayed on one sighting and and whatever I rode. I raced Supercross. That's all I practiced. So yeah. and that's all I got to ride. So it's not like I could just train Supercross during the week. I'd go back to outdoors during the week almost. So right. that was tough. Yeah, that that is that is tough for sure, right? Like how how are you supposed to get better? And then, but you you know, staying at those Supercross places costs a lot of money. Yeah, so. it's definitely a lot. I mean, I only did like a month, and it's definitely if you're staying the whole year, you know, as a privateer, it's a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it did help a lot. Definitely what you need to do, but. Right. uh whole year just didn't make sense and i was just hoping i'd get better each race and which i did but you know the 450 class is so gnarly as it is you had to be on it every week the uh yeah definitely i think i think a big part of whoops and i tell people this is suspension and bike setup that's a big part of it and if you don't have the testing time to get your bike dialed in it's going to be tough you know um so that's a big part of it to me as far as the the uh the skill of whoops is getting this bike set up with the right check valve and the shock and the stiff enough suspension and you know you got to be able to corner still so you want to do it uh do it right but man it yeah you got, you really really need a lot of testing time to get your bike dialed in yeah i never really got to try too many settings so mm-hmm. like once once i stuck with the one i was like i think that's good cuz you know i never got to try much so it might have been that might have been me just being scared for no reason but Right. I just got to commit to them more or do something. But sometimes when I did do them, I just felt sketchy. And then, like, <laughs> like I, I got a couple, I think, what was it, Atlanta 2 or Atlanta 1. I didn't even do the whoops, and I got, like, a sixth place in the LCQ. I'm like, dude, what if I did the whoops? I could have been right in the main, you know? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of sketchy, by the way, did you get some merch from your teammate? Oh, I didn't, actually. Oh, boy. Not yet. Oh, boy. You got to get have that. Hook, have to hook me up with some. Hey, let me ask you this. So. If he blocks people on Instagram and Twitter for calling him sketchy and out of control and all this, which he was doing, right? He's done a lot of that. How yeah. do you how do you justify blocking people and then coming up with a line of uh, merchandise called sketchy? How does that? How yeah, do you justify he's, that? He's kind of like driving off them. So I mean, any fans are good fans, right? At least they're saying something about him, getting his name out there. So I, know. I don't know how you can't be hating on them too much, dude. Trust me, I, I'm gonna take this up with him uh, very shortly here. Uh, also, the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Show brought to you by Maxis, Firepower, Namira, Pistons, and, of course, Roost MX as well. Jeremy Smith on there. Um, Supercross, like you said. So, dude, you came so close to a main event so many times. How frustrating was it for you? Or were you okay with it? Because, like you said, first year of really doing it. Were you okay with, like, hey, I'm getting better? Or was it throw your helmet uh, in the pits when you get back? I mean, I was I was okay with that. I wish I would have got in one or two, but like the second round of the season, I was in fourth for like I think five minutes of the race, and and then of course I had a little gap to A Ray behind me, and then I go and throw it away in the corner like by myself. But yeah. I think I just didn't expect myself to do that, and then I think even like Tickles in LCQ, he passed me, and then I was in fourth, and I was like, oh my god, I could do this. And right. Then that that's when I tensed up. I was like, no way, and then. Yeah. Started making mistakes and then boom, just tucked the front end and I was done. And then a couple more times throughout the season, I, I ended up being closer, but yeah. never, never ended up like being right on the bubble. So, so was but, it okay? Was which, like, yeah, so it wasn't that frustrating for you. Like you, you were okay. It wasn't wasn't driving you nuts. No, I was okay. Yeah. And then toward, towards the end, I just wanted to kind of end it healthy. I feel like 
I feel like I had a little more in me. I just could have sent it a little harder. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I was like, man, I don't want to get hurt. Or I just kind of wanted wanted to make the full season without dying. Right. Yeah, exactly. Probably a good <laughs> idea. Uh, you got second place in the pulp money. Uh, was it 14 grand? What was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, that was great for me. That helped uh, out. 14 grand for the for the Yamaha <laughs> LCQ Pulp MX uh, challenge thing. How much were you thinking about that? Uh, I definitely saw it from the beginning. And I was like, all right, I'll try to try to get up in the points but at the same time i still wanted to make a main no matter yep. what right like even up to the last few rounds i was like all right if i have a chance to make the main i'm gonna do it just just for my own personal goal it's like you know i i, I haven't done supercross much so like like nick schmitz he's made he's made tons of mains before and yeah. all that so yep. it's not a big deal to him but but for me i was still i still wanted to make the main but then like the last couple rounds i was like all right if i get a bad start i'm not gonna send it too hard and then in the last round i was like i screw it you know Go go for the money if I can. So it right. it paid off, I'd say. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if you noticed, but Nick had no intentions of making any main events. Oh yeah, I, I did talk to him before that. I was like, "So you gonna make the main tonight?" He's just no shot. I'm like, "Oh come <laughs> on." <laughs> well, and then so I don't know if it was the last race or the second last one. He's buried in the LCQ, and you're fifth, and you're gonna make up a lot of points. And then you went down. Uh, but yeah. That was was it the last one or the second last one. It was uh the first yeah the first Salt Lake the first Salt Lake I, I was, yeah I was running like fifth and close yeah, fourth for like the whole time and then yeah I ended up going down in the whoops so that was a bummer yep. I knew I would have would have closed in some points and maybe could have made the last one interesting but yeah but after that yep. I just threw it away and I was like well looks like I had second locked up so yeah um yeah it it, it really was your chance to make some points up I remember because th- I wanted it to go down to the wire too right like I was I really wanted this thing to be a battle. So yeah, uh, that would have been great. What are you gonna do with the fourteen grand and just pay bills or whatever? Uh, so I bought myself a Kawasaki. So okay, I'm gonna have. So now I got an extra bike. So in in case you know the one breaks this year, I'll be on a Kawasaki no matter what. So well, so last year last year I switched bikes. Yes. I, yep. My Cowie blew up, and I ended up riding a Honda and racing a Cowie. So this year I'll be set to one brand. <laughs> well, that's what my, my one of my questions was. Are you tell me you're not practicing on the Honda still? No, all the Hondas are gone. Okay. Just, just two. Now I got two Cowies, so we should be set for the season, and right. that'll help a lot. Because last year I was screwing my head a lot. <laughs> I remember we did one of these, and I'm like, "Oh my god, are you serious? You're riding a Honda during the week?" Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was right before the first round last year too. It happened, and then we never got it fixed for the rest of the season. And that just like on race day, I felt like I was riding a whole yeah different brand. I was like, "What am I doing?" But yeah. I still had decent results. So now, yeah. now I feel pretty comfy on it, and the race bike should be similar. So. Good. Well, that's good. Be you know, way better. You know, Cade won the money last year, and he told me he put it, a lot of it towards Club MX, right? Staying at Club MX and riding there and everything else. And he got a lot better this year. He's a main event guy for most races. And I'm glad that you put the money towards getting a bike that you can practice on during the week. That's good. Uh, that, that that helps you do better as opposed to getting, like, some, some cocaine and some whores or something, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have some left where I could put it to, like, my race entries and then even training next year. So yeah. we'll see. We'll yeah. see if I – if I need it or what I can do to save it for next year. So no, that's that's, that's good. good though. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it worked. And uh, and let, yeah, you're right. The the whoops were definitely a bit of a bugaboo for you <sighs> at times, for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean there'd be there'd be segments where I'm like P4 and B practice, and then like the whoops part, I'd be like 16th, and then like <laughs> back to the top, and it's like, dude, I got the speed everywhere else, yep, it's just that yep. one spot where I struggle. So your second year over there at the SGB Maxis uh, Cowie team is it better for you, Jason and team owner, and, and like like you feel like a little more at home? Did it run a little smoother for you? Yeah, everything's a lot more organized now. It seems like you know after after one year they kind of 
get everything out, but it seems like we know what we're doing now. Like we had all the bikes set this year and mm-hmm. already for outdoors too and everything. So we got stuff early and everything planned and it seems like everyone's just talking better and right. they know what's going on. So yeah, it, it's been a great help. Team's been awesome to me, so I can't really complain too much. Now uh, that's for a team like that. Um, you know, you're basically you're on the hook for your travel, right? They give you bikes and parts. You get your purse money. You get contingency, that kind of stuff. You get gear money. Uh, I get gear money if I if I made a main or top twenty, I believe. So oh, okay, all right. That's like the team deal thing, and then uh, they provide the race bike, and yeah, everything else is pretty much. Pretty they much. provide mechanic too, so. Yep. Okay. It's, it's pretty good. I just got to show up with my stuff, and then they have it ready. So it, it, it helps a lot when I'm driving to california you know i yeah. can fly there so yeah for sure right and then also too, cowie contingency that that helps yeah. too night show money right yeah i'm able to get that so oh. Cow, cowie's great i can you know make, make a few grand off that so yeah no that's awesome uh fxr racing designed by racers for racers you were once in fxr racing but uh the enjoy the ride guy got you an o'neill ride but uh anyways. yeah o'neill's pretty good too i mean <laughs> they're pretty close listen phil nicoletti phil nicoletti wears fxr the club mx guys all wear fxr racing so designed by racers for racers use the code pulpamx30 to save with uh with the guys at fxr racing they make a lot more than moto gear too check out their entire line if you can and race tech suspension of course and motors pulp 21 is the code to save with the folks at race tech they'll dial you in and get your bike some love and uh and it'll show you some love and and, and jeremy smith uses race tech suspension on his uh cowie so please check those guys out and they do a great job also, the folks at Firepower, whether it's batteries, whether it's chains, whether it's uh, other brand new oil built by a leading uh, manufacturer, the value in firepowerparts.com. Uh, you've got their chain and batteries on their on your bike, I believe, is also. So um, Firepower right. is a big part of your effort, of course. So thanks to the folks at Firepower, Roost MX, Namira, and Maxis, of course, as well. Uh, Jeremy Smith on the uh, on the uh, Privateer Island show. Um, so... What did you think about, like, kind of the residencies and staying three races in a week and all that? Was that okay, or are you a type of guy where you're like, man, I need to ride, I need to practice two or three days a week? Like, how did you feel about that stuff? I liked it a lot because if you're going all that way, why not stay for a couple of days and get another race in? You know, it's yep. like you're not traveling across the United States just to do one day and be out again. So mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I mean, I feel like the third race you kind of had to wait a little bit. Like some days you're like, all right, what am I doing here? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Indianapolis was like snowing and 20 degrees and I stayed the whole week. So like the first two were great. And then like I just sit inside the rest and like I could go to the gym or something, but it was so cold. You couldn't do anything there. So. Right. Right. What'd you think of the Atlanta stuff? Did you like that? I liked that? it a lot. Did you? Yeah, I yeah. liked it a lot. Well, you're an outdoor really guy. So you're an outdoor guy. So shifting into fourth was fine for you. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it at all. I, I, like it was a little fast in some sections, but like it made it so where you could just pass people better and opened it up. So. Definitely think they should do um, it more. Atlanta 2, I think it's Atlanta 2, the one that you went, uh, yeah, you went alongside the the straight where the fans were, closest to the fans, and then you hit the whoop section. Dude, that was gnarly. You guys were hauling ass. Like, I was like, I don't I don't know how well the lights were. I was like, I do not want any part of that if I was a rider. Like, that, this hauling ass, grabbing third, fourth gear, sand whoops into a section of whoops with kind of sketchy lighting. Oh, that was the long sand section, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was definitely a little sketchy. I mean, I think you just had to keep the front end pretty light. And, like, the sand section, I like that. So it didn't bother me too much. But, yeah, some people definitely got pretty sketchy there. And the thing was, 
the pavement was right next to it. So if you flew <laughs> off, you know, you're going right onto that pavement. Yeah, no, for sure, man. It definitely, uh, uh, it sketched me out a little bit. So you'd like to see more of those speedway tracks. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I mean, just even like Daytona is pretty cool. I like that a lot. And, uh, just a little bit longer lap time. Yep. Some tracks on 450s, you're using like first gear and second gear, and you're barely even using the power. So yeah, you, you got 20 bikes in the first corner. There's nowhere to go sometimes. Right. So I liked it better. What's uh, so obviously the whoops? We talked about the whoops, and and you know you need to get better at that. What else was a little bit eye opening for you for Supercross? Like what else kind of like was like uh, a shock to the system a little bit? Was there anything? Uh I mean, nothing too crazy. Like, I, I kind of knew what to expect, but just how deep the field was at first. Yeah. You know, it's just the people in the LCQ. Like, you see, like, you know, Dean Wilson and then, like, the Moto Concepts guys, they're yep. all in the LCQ. And I'm like, dude, come on. Like, <laughs> it's like, I'm already taken out. I'm like, all right, if they get top three, you know, there's only one spot. And it's like, it's just hard to, hard to really, like, go for it at that yep. point. You just got to hope you get the start and something happens in the back. You never know. But yep. anything could happen in the LCQ, really. So. Who was the dude that you found yourself up just up against most of the races? Like just most either heats, LCQs. Who who was the dude you're just like not this guy again? Um, a couple times I ran into Cross. Oh yeah, bunch. yeah, yeah. And then we ended up like stuffing each other one race. I was like, dude, what are we doing? Like, it just ended up slowing us down. But <laughs> I I don't know if like I did something or he did something. Right. But yeah, it just I feel like I always saw him. Yeah, and yeah. Then, but... uh, the first Salt Lake over the uh the first the first lap when he went down it was like henry miller messed up and then i had to cross over a little bit to not land on him and then he went to the bales and went down and i was like oh it's him again <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, probably him listen uh we were last summer we were jump we were calling it the summer of rod bell right like your, your buddy rod bell he, he was great he was amazing he was a eye-opener yeah. and and i thought I mean, look, Supercross is hard, but I thought he would be better for sure. And I would tell him this, you know, to his face. And he struggled. And and why do you think that was? Or what kind of, you know, what kind of way was he doing where, you know, we saw him in the 250 class and that worked well. But then again, that was a, a much easier class by the end of the year. Um, what do you think happened there? Was he a little bit surprised at 450 Supercross a little bit? Yeah, probably. I mean, it just seemed like he was a little, a little timid in most areas and wasn't really charging like he does outdoors. Right. Like I, I feel like he has it in him, but mentally maybe, who knows? But uh, I know he's got the skill to be good and like definitely be better than he did. So right. I don't know. It's hard to say. We always Tough make class. we always make jokes about A Ray and sketchy and everything else. But does he help you? Does, does it? Does, do you talk to him? Do you bounce lines off of him? Do you, Do you guys talk a little bit about you know? I mean. Look, he's a main event guy most weekends, so you know that's the spot where you want to be. Uh, does that does he help you? Yeah, yeah. The whole team talks pretty good, and especially him if he goes out first or, or is in the A group. Sometimes uh, I'll talk to him, like, "What do you think of this line?" or "How's this?" And yeah, we communicate pretty well, and we all yeah. want to help each other. So right, it's not like we're we're enemies or anything. Like we're not battling for first, so we don't care. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll tell everyone what we're doing and all that, or what line's good. Yeah, so it'll definitely help you out there. Um, oh, that's good. Um, also, want to thank the folks at Namira Pistons, of course. Uh, since 2001, they've been supplying factory-level pistons and gaskets for every make and model. From two wheels to four, weekend warriors to top athletes, Namira's advanced piston tech has increased engine performance and reliability without increasing the budget. Follow them on Instagram uh, or on- online at namira.com to see the latest news and application updates. Thanks to those guys. Roost MX, Max's Tires, uh, of course, on the FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer, Island Life podcast. Um, so how do you feel about outdoors? What, what are we... What are we thinking? I mean, the last time you went to Paula, I had you on my fantasy team, and I watched you fly off the side of the track. 
uh, right by the finish line there. That looked like it hurt, by the oh, way. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. I don't know how it was okay after that. But... <laughs> uh, how do we feel? I feel pretty good. I mean, my motors I've been doing right now, I haven't been riding with anyone like super fast, mm-hmm. but just like the motors I've done, I feel like I'm pretty fit and can definitely put it in the top 20 every motor. That's what I want to be, de- yep. definitely. Get, get all the points I can. Hopefully get a number. I know last year I was super close, but yep. this year got to make it happen. And uh, I'm, the first round I'm not looking forward to the most. It's like everyone kind of rides that track and they don't yep. change that much. So right. I feel like everyone just shreds there. So, But the rest, like we got some East Coast rounds back, Southwick and all that. Buzz Creek is a good one for me. Yep. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, you got to be stoked that Unadilla and Southwick are back, right, Buds? Like you said, that's that's your stuff. That's your area. Yeah, those are only like four or five hours for me. So like, I don't ride those tracks too much, but right. it just helps being on the East Coast and not too far. I don't have to travel tons. So. Yep. Um, Dirt I've been on. Has it just been like for you, just outdoor prep in the Jersey pits? Is that is that what we're talking here? What, what, Pretty what? much. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've been riding the pits, and then uh, I got a local track, New Jersey Field of Dreams, about 30 minutes away. But okay. yeah, those tracks, the tracks only open here Wednesday and the weekends. That's it. So right. So I, I only have like one track 30 minutes away, and the next one is English Town, about two hours away. So if I'm not riding those, I'm, I'm in the pits just like, putting a track together trying to do something but but right now it hasn't rained in weeks so it's oh. it's pretty it's pretty tough out there like to keep the intensity up and heart rate it's like it's hard to find a good track that really beats you up yeah and is it a reason like is there a reason why you don't go to cali and ride in, like i mean obviously you're not from there and all that but is it, is it a cost thing is it like you don't feel like you want to do that or it's going to get you better is there a reason why you kind of stay close to the pits i mean if I did Supercross, there's only a couple of weeks between, so I didn't really feel like it'd be worth it to go spend right. a bunch of money at a facility. So yep. I just feel like just doing it here and doing the motors I can, and, you know, the season will be up before we know it. So that's how I saw it. Just yeah. Stay local and try to get in the work I can here any without J- spending too much. Any J-Law sightings? I don't think so. I think he's been he's, in Florida. I think he's in Florida, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I saw on his Instagram, he was... <laughs> Some GoPro, he got pulled over. Cop, cop chasing yeah. him. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know, I don't dude. know what he's doing. Yeah, I don't think he knows what he's doing. Um, I, I never really knew him like that, but right. I know some people around me did. Uh, did you? So you can ride English Town when you can get up there, or what's this? What's their schedule like? Uh, they ride Wednesdays and the weekends. Okay. But they 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 have so many people there. There'll be five groups of practice, and then yeah, yeah. They only do ten minute sessions, so like that doesn't help me too much. And yep. you just you end up waiting around all day for four sessions, and it's like barely an hour on the bike you know right. so uh i grew up uh in manitoba canada and i grew up riding sand pits in the spring because you know it was muddy and it was the only place you could really go when the snow melted and so i know what you're doing putting tracks together and going in and out of pits and riding up you know i mean trying to put tracks together trying to put things sections together uh do you have like a kind of a permanent rough whooped out sand place that like a like one track that's a go-to yeah, there's, there's been a couple of places, but yeah. this year, earlier in the year, we got so much rain it, that it's still flooded to this day, but then the rest is so dry. So like a lot of it is like three feet underwater. So that, that's been a bummer for me. I've had to try to find new stuff and, and now it's like finally draining out, but oh, shit. the good, the yeah. good, the good track that's like a two minute long or two minute long lap time is uh, still underwater. So, oh. and is that, a, is that a sand hard. one? Is that a sand one or is it like kind of mud or dirt or like, uh, it's, it's like a sand clayish yeah, type yeah. track. So. Right. But it's got like whoops for days and just beats you up. Right, right. Those you're probably standing the whole track. <laughs> those are the kind of ones that are really good for preseason stuff for sure. Um, but do you ever have to worry about like a UTV coming the other way? 
Uh, not too much. Okay. I mean, if you, if you go on the weekend, like there'll be people everywhere, so you got to watch out for that, or just have someone looking out. Yeah. But, yeah. But it depends where you go. Some some pits of UTVs like crossing over, and they don't care at all. You know, they're not even <laughs> they're not even from there, so they'll just go wherever they want. Yeah. You really got to watch that. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Right. Um. So top twenty each moto is the goal right now, Jeremy. That's what we're thinking. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Right. Beat the uh, teammates too. <laughs> oh, dude, always right. I I don't know. Is anybody doing the whole series? Do, do we know? I, I think so. That's okay, what I heard. Ah, I heard he was banged up a little bit. He may have to get something looked at or something. Really? So, yeah. Hmm. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe I just broke some. I mean, I know he's riding. He's posted riding video, so maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, how's the Maxxis tires? Everything good with those MXS? Yeah, they're hooking up great. Yeah. Soft tire compound. Is that what you run? Been ripping out there. The softs? Yeah. yeah that's what we ran for Supercross, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big fan of it. MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath, used by the Maxxis SGB Kawasaki guys as well. And uh, please check that out. Mountain bike tires. I don't know if you have a mountain bike. Yeah, I do. Dude, a GT mountain bike. You got to get some Minion tires. Do you have Minions? Dude, I, I don't think I do. Need to get some, though. Yeah. Hit up hit up Chris at Maxxis. Get some Minion tires. They're absolutely they're great tires for mountain biking. Uh, light truck tires as well. Trailer tires. Maxxis.com for more information on that. Um, so thanks to those guys for coming on board. And, of course, Roost MX. Pulp Nation is the code to save with Roost MX. they got a whole custom uh, Pulp MX graphic sets on their website. They can customize your stuff. they got 48-hour turnaround. They can do your number plates. They can do your sponsors. They can make clothing for you. RoostMX.net for more information on that. They're the official sponsors of the uh, Troll Train this summer and uh, as many other pros as well. So please check out the Roost guys. Get your graphics dialed in, and they can certainly uh, do a good job on that. So um, uh, will you go back and forth between each race, or what's the plan for that? Yeah, that's the plan. I'm gonna yeah. fly back to Jersey, try to ride one day or two, and yep. And hopefully, you know, by the time you know, a couple of rounds in, it'll be East Coast, so I'll be able to drive to a few. Yeah, didn't you stay on the road last year? Was I was I getting it mixed up with something, or maybe super, maybe super, some of soupy stuff or something? I don't know. I don't. I thought you stayed back for a little bit, and you were telling me about it. No. Uh, I, no. Most of the time, I drove back. Yeah. Or flew back. So. Um, what can you do for, for money? Is there, are you doing some motocross schools or anything? Are you, is there any races you can hit that, that can make you some cash? Not right now. Sadly, the, uh, the primes around here are like during the race season now, like they're starting soon and I won't be able to hit them up. So that, that sucks for me because normally a prime you can make like, yeah, you know, at least a thousand bucks. So, right, right. But the local ones around here in like two weeks, so I'll be gone then. So that's uh, a bummer. But yeah, that kind of sucks, right? And there's not there's not too many like fair races or money races around here. So like there's not many A riders at all in general. Like we'll be lucky to get five riders. Right. So yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's those races aren't what they used to be either. You know, back in the day, there was lots of pros and lots of people raced and big money and stuff. I feel like those have gone away a little bit. Not not everywhere, there's, but yeah. There's just too many classes now with people. You know, the other day, Englishtown had a race, and I heard it was going on till eight thirty at night or something. So yeah, I think promoters. Like, yeah, I think the promoters are getting greedy, so they create more classes. You know, so they get yeah. The, I think there's a there's one twenty five C now. There's two fifty C, four fifty C. You know, so many of them. So yeah, it's just like not enough laps, and you're waiting from seven a.m. to seven at night. So people get sick of that. Yeah, absolutely right. It's uh, I I, I don't know. It feels like local racing is broken somewhat to me. You know. Maybe not. Yeah, but. I think so. Less classes, more laps. Right, right. Um, what did you? What's your plans for the off season? Anything? Uh, I know it's a long ways away right now, but do you have any plans? Do you have anything you want to do? Not sure yet. No. So I just gotta I have to talk to the team, see what they want to do, or yep. see what's going on for next year. But no big plans yet. 
to try to try to kill an outdoors mixed statement. Right. Do you have a? Do you have like when you're starting outdoors? Are you going to go with uh, last year's kind of base setup? Did you make some gains somewhere, or Jason help you out with the bike a little bit? And do you feel better about the bike setup wise coming in this year, or do you? Did, were you happy last year and you're keeping the same thing? Uh, we're going a little bit stiffer this year. Yeah. So uh, hope, hopefully uh, go a little faster, use that suspension up. So yeah. I've I haven't really been able to test the race bike out yet. So hopefully soon we'll be able to try it out and see if it's better. But yeah. It's hard to get that rough track like it is outdoors, so yeah, it, right direction. It is, it is, it is tough. I also feel like uh, gate choice is huge, and I and I feel like for you, blazing speed isn't your thing. You can go thirty minutes, you can be consistent, you can you can pick off guys in the motos, but laying down a heater for you is a tougher job. You know, for as far as getting a gate pick, uh, outdoors it's kind of been the opposite. I've been really good qualifier and then not as good in the race, so I, I really got to like run that qualifying lap every lap that's that's what i've really got to work on yeah well and uh, i've had times when i qualify top 15 but i don't finish top 15 so that's what bothers me and uh and pulp mix fantasy also jeremy huge it's oh huge. yeah yeah that's that's where everyone knows me from like dude i pick you up and like, i know right you're like shut up yeah. man you're like listen i'm trying my hardest too <laughs> right yeah it's annoying but hopefully we'll get that settled and yep. fixed i don't yep. want to be the guy who fades halfway yeah, really, right? Uh, yeah, it's. I don't feel like you are though. I, I don't think you are. I, I feel like you're. You crash a little bit, but I feel like you're pretty strong all race. You know. I mean, I just I've just had problems over the years, like recovering from the race. Like if it's super hot or right, you just really use a lot of energy. Like the next week, I'd still feel it and just wouldn't be able to go as fast. But I'm learning a little more about diet and all that and drinking tons of water. You know, I, I wouldn't always do that, and I yeah. guess I don't recover proper so. That, that helps a lot. Yeah, it's it's uh, man. I, when I, I was a mechanic for a long time, and we used to have, I remember like uh, in, after the first moto, you would you would do your bike, wash your bike, clutch, oil, you know, filter, and then you would uh, uh, grab some lunch, you know, grab some food, and you would kind of sit out and hang out. And dude, now it is just like horn goes. Forty minutes later, horn goes again. Like it's so oh, yeah. gnarly, you know. As yeah, far, you get about dude, not even an hour. I don't even know. It's like in the sight lab. Yep. You're on the gate. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like 100 degrees out sometimes. You're like, dude, what am I doing? <laughs> I do not envy you guys. Like, man, I, sometimes I'm on those hot days, I'm just like, come on, man. How are these guys supposed to, you know, be ready and perform yeah, that, and everything else? That's yeah. the thing. Outdoors, too. Like, you're not making as much money as Supercross, and you're trying twice as hard probably. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and for Jason, he's going through three times as much, many parts. Yeah, the bikes are getting beat three times as hard and all yeah. that. So. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, FXR Racing, please check them out on the web. Race Tech as well. Uh, great co companies and supporting the Privateer Island Life podcast with Jeremy Smith. Um, well, hey, man, thanks for doing this. I appreciate the time. I wanted to call in and check in. And, and um, you know, I knew you got second in the uh, Privateer thing, so I want to talk to you about that. And we, we had Nick Schmidt on the Pulp Show, so we talked to him as well. And, uh, yeah, it was funny how he had zero intention of making a main event, and you, all you guys were, yeah. like, just trying to get in. So yeah. I was trying to convince him, but it didn't work. He knew it was going on. I was like, oh. Yeah, dude, hey, you got 40 but, grand. 40 grand for first. So. Yeah, that's that's insane. Congrats to him, though. Right. Yeah, but thanks for putting it on. That was awesome. Appreciate no, it. No worries, man. Happy to help out guys like you. Uh, you know, I got I to gotta change the rules next year, Jeremy. I just don't know what to do, though. I don't really know. Like, I'm not sure how to do it. I just – I don't know. I want more – battles right i want what, what about if you uh make the points like everyone in the lcq not just those riders yeah Would that change a lot i don't know but somebody suggested that to me i need to run some models and see how that goes yeah everybody gets points and i, I mean that way yeah. like like even me i got like last of the last round and i still got like 
I don't even know, probably good good points just because there's only a couple guys from the chase, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I know, yeah. and, and then we were only counting the after the chase. The guys were only counting. We were only counting, the, you know, everybody in the chase, and yeah, I mean I that might know. switch it up because yep. you know, bigger gap and all that really makes a person be consistent. Well, I want to I, I wanted to make it a chase so that we had tighter points, right? But I yeah. not, it's not really working uh, the way I wanted it. I really want Jeremy guys to just like not even like. Coming to the finish line, grab their brakes, and then the next guy grabs his brakes. <laughs> Nobody wants to cross the finish line because they want. Oh my god, yeah. that'd be funny. Like, w- here's an idea I was kicking around. So it was six sixty four thousand dollars, sixty seventy thousand dollars, whatever the total purse was, seventy grand or something. What if I just threw seventy grand on the line to everybody in the final LCQ of the year, and fifth place gets the most money? Yeah, Can- I, I, that would be chaos. I would love it. That'd be great. I think Feld would get mad at me, though. I really think I they think would. so. I, I don't think anyone would race. They just kind of <laughs> stop right? and be like, yo, go. Dude, how awesome would that be? Oh, that'd be great. I'd, I'd, I'd be laughing like my ass oh my off. So I don't, I don't know. know what would happen. I don't know either. I think I think Yamaha might let me, not let me do that. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but it'd be great. Um, no, hey, th- cause th- a lot of trouble. I know. Thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. Uh, good job on Supercross. You were so damn close. Um, I got a feeling next year will be the year for you there with a little more experience. And then uh, outdoors is your thing, man. So looking forward to seeing how you could do for the SGB Maxis Kawasaki guys, man. Thanks for the time. Thanks, man. Thanks for everything. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Bye.